You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, met fellow adventurers... Okay. Untold be- heaps of bone in a mug scroll. The horrors of that place are without end, she says. Untold heaps of bone. The lurker in the dark. Always watching. A place out of time. A lair of death beyond any conceivable reality. Start the adventure. This is also by VWK. Starting. Start. Uh, I'm going to pause for early evening. The long blade alehouse. Mergsprawl. You watch with glowing curiosity as the fair-haired woman, a build suggesting formidable strength, crosses the crowded womb, nimbly weaving in and out of the throng of raucous patrons as she approaches your table. You're a difficult man to track down, she says, her soft feminine voice at odds with her imposing physical presence. You don't know me, of course, but I have something for you to see. Here, take a look at it and see what there is to see. She leans over the table and thrusts her white hand towards you. As she does so, a tattered square of paper suddenly appears between her thumb and forefinger. She tells you to take it. You reach out and take possession of the worn sheet. Rune immediately withdraws her hand and nods approvingly. You need only a single glance to remember it, she says, cryptically folding her arms and stepping back from the edge of the tables. You'll want to go there, of course. It's in your nature. The nature of those like us. But you'll wish you had the will to resist. The horrors in that place are without end. Untold heaps of bone. The lurker in the dark, always watching. A place out of time. A lair of death beyond any conceivable reality. While she's speaking, you examine the paper and discover that it's a crudely sketched map depicting what appears to be the location of a cave somewhere copper wood in Thainvale. You ask her about the significance of the map she's given you, but she, but she seems to give, take no notice of the question. If you dare to brave the misty dark, she says, closing her eyes, know that you are treading upon the doorstep of that which sees all. A lesson learned too late by those who have fallen under its baleful gaze. There is vile terror 
in the deepest reaches of that place, bring it to ruin, and the souls it has devoured with a last low peace. You are taken aback when the woman suddenly steps forward, leans over the table, and snatches back the map. She shoves the square of paper into her pocket and folds her arms. You won't forget what you've seen, she says, as she again steps back from the edge of the table. I can't allow anything of mine to remain here, no matter how innocuous it may seem. Our realms should not collide, for you know no doubt aware that they often do, and perhaps forever will seek out the deep tower and deliver the tormented from the jaws of true darkness. A loud clattering in the direction of the tavern's kitchen snares your attention, and you turn your head just in time to see two severely drunken patrons helping each other off the floor. Only momentarily amused by the incident, you return your gaze to the unknown woman, only to discover she's no longer there. A faint, rapidly dissipating mist of blue sparkles is all that remains to mark her swift and unexpected passing. You spend the next hour bemused by the odd encounter, unable to chase from your mind the vivid image of the sketched map you briefly studied. Perhaps more disturbing than the burning memory of the marked location in the cave in the copper wood is your sudden inexplicable desire to explore it. A seemingly unquenchable yearning to discover a secret your certain lies concealed in the lair described to you by the now departed stranger. As an evening wears on, you remain seated at the table, largely oblivious of the constant bustle that ebbs and flows throughout the tavern's common room, your thoughts bent on the particular meeting and its lasting impressions. At last, if only to quell any burgeoning rashness born of your newfound fixation on the map, the cryptic words of your unidentified visitor, you vow to visit Fainvale in the south, southwest region of the kingdom. No, 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 it's the south region of the kingdom. As soon as your circumstances allow you to see if you can locate the cave, the sketch map, its crudely drawn lines bathed in ghostly blue radiance, it's the last thing you see for drifting peacefully into slumber a short while later, in the wee hours between midnight and the arrival of a frigid autumn dawn. To reach, to reach the location marked on the map, an image now seared into your mind, travel to Thanevale in southern Tulsa and seek out the copper wood. Okay, I'll be going there, but first, gonna make some inventory space. I'm making my way to southern Tulsa, the copper woods. Yeah, there I am, copper wood. Follow the map to the Cave of Mists. Guided by the vivid image of the ghostly adventurous sketched map, an image seemingly seared into your psyche, you make your way into the thick of the copper wood, seeking out the Cave of Mists she so vividly described. After several hours, having become lost numerous times, and resorting to rotating the map in various directions, you at last reach your destination. Stumbling out of a tangled sea of bracken, you draw to a halt as you look up to behold a steep hill rising out of the forest just ahead. The foot of the wise, partially concealed by the mist seeping from its shadowy moor, is the dark mouth of a cave. You're deep in the heart of Copperwood, standing before the gaping moor of a cave gorged into the base of tangled, rock-strewn hillside. A thick, foul-smelling mist drifts out of the mouth of the shadowy cavern. Its presence seemingly odds with the dry air of the forest. The sudden, 
disquieting sense that you're being observed by a malevolent, lurking present. Presence makes you reluctant to consider stepping into the cave. But nevertheless, I must. I must enter the cave. With your trusty light source flaring brightly, you cautiously step into the cave. Taking only a few steps beyond the cave's threshold, where a strange sensation of disorientation washes over you. You close your eyes and attempt to ward off the unsettling feeling, and within seconds it fades away. As your eyes spring open, you're startled to discover that your surroundings have changed. You're no longer in the cave. The nauseating sense of musty decay assails your senses, causing your eyes to wander as you peer around at your new surroundings. Scattered along the broad stone passage in which you stand are piles of human bones, including complete or nearly complete skeleton. Some badly, some badly garbled, garbled wagishwas of attire they wore, worn when they met whatever fate, gruesome fate, undoubtedly befell them. A deep sense of dread washes over you as you stare along the corridor, your wide eyes scouring the gloom for any sign of movement. Your eyes alert for any sound that might dare to challenge the heavy silence. You're standing in a broad stone, broad bone-strewn passage. The scent of decay is overwhelming. Emblazoned on the centre of this floor is a large blue glyph. The arcane symbol emits a bright, steady glow. Okay, I'm at the south end of the dungeon. I'm making my way west. There's a little alcove to the north. Making my east. Ooh! A sharp, clattering sound echoes along the corridor as a grim figure of bone claws its way out of the nearby heap of bones. Wearing a tattered suit of hide armour and wielding a sword, the fleshless fiend moves at you out of the shadows. Begin combat with the clattering skeletal stalker. You earn me later particularly brutal stroke for nine damage as the vicious skeletal fiend hisses as it attacks. Another brutal stroke for ten damage and it is slain. Two XP. A quick search for the piles of bones from the skeleton from which the skeleton emerged reveals the following. Yeah, you get some pretty good loot. In fact, you get a lot of good loot in this adventure. So much, you're gonna. I, I'm going to be going back and selling it several times. After checking over the equipment, you resume your exploration of this gloomy lair. Okay, I'm in the southeast corner. All right. <clears throat> Wait a minute. The the map kind of looks like a skull and I'm just on the top of the nose alright a metal bowl rests atop an ornate blade blazier in this section of the corridor the bowl emits a pale blue glow okay blazier at the top of the nose yes the eerie silence makes you wary of even the faintest sounds. Just going around the white eye. That's my white. Bottom of the nose. <laughs> a sharp, crackling sound echoes along the corridor as a grim figure of bone launches its way out of the nearby heap of bone. Wearing a tattered chain waistcoat and waistcoat and wielding a sword, the skeleton stalked you out of the dark. It's a skeletal horror. The vicious skeletal fiend hisses as it attacks and is slain to XP and some loot. Also 15 gold. Alright, gonna go around the eye now. That's the left eye. There's a door, a heavy wooden door. Its worn surface, cracked and pitted, is set into the large wall at the centre of the passage. The door is closed fast. A large iron wing is affixed to the weighty slab. Open the door! 
You grasp the iron wing and make several attempts to open the door, but the heavy slab stands firm, refusing to budge. Okay, it's another skeleton, decayed suit of chain armour and clutching a heavy sword. It's a one-armed skeletal stalker. Hisses as it attacks. Yeah, all the, there's lots and lots of different skeletons here. They're all... They've got randomly generated names. So I think I'm not going to read all the names out. And I get some loot. 2xp, 94 gold. Which is nice. Alright, just wandering around. Finishing off the eye. Go around the left and jaw. Examine the engraved skull. Become increasingly anxious while, in, while examining the engraved outline of a skull. Feels if there's someone or some, something nearby is watching you. Unnerved by the sudden and intense sense of impending peril, you step away from the engraving and glance in every direction, thrusting your light in the towering gloom into the surrounding gloom. Nothing stirs in the nearby darkness. Alright, the southwest, the western part of the jaw. Those two, those two little alcoves pointing up, those are like teeth. Without warning, several bone owls streak out of the gloom ahead and hurtle towards you along the corridor. corridor so I can dodge, use shadow magic or fortification. Fortification! 4xp to fortification. In response to your hasty summons, a shimmering wall of golden sparkles appears before you, spanning the full breadth of the hall. The streaking bone arrows slam into your magical barrier, many of them shattering on impact before clattering harmlessly to the floor. After several seconds, the glittering field abruptly vanishes. Wait, wait. Unnerved by the odd attack, but now more mindful than ever to remain on your guard, you warily set off along the corridor, with your trusted light source held out before you, reassuring glow parting the darkness. Alright, I've just I've been to every yeah, it's just a skeleton. Just gonna combat that. Two XP loot fifteen gold. Ooh, suddenly as you step past the twist remains of your undead foe, your eyes are drawn to a small heap of twisted iron lying next to the skeleton's outstretched hands. You promptly take possession of the curious item. It's a twisted iron chunk. This small piece of twisted iron appears to be something that was melted down and allowed to assume this state. Having secured the chunk of iron, of iron amongst your other possessions, you once again set off through the gloom. Hmm. Well, there must be somewhere I can put this. Well, there's nowhere to put it on the door. That glyph, that glyph of the skull doesn't have any holes on, so the brazier. Use it on the brazier. You place the twisted hunk of iron in into the glowing bowl set atop the ornate brazier, and watch as the metal instantly begins to soften and bend. Within, within moments, the piece of iron has melted into a weathering, bubbling mass at the centre of the shallow bowl. Uh. Brilliant flash of white light erupts from the brazier, forcing you to turn your head and shield your eyes, Seconds later, in the glowing, dazzling globe of hearts, you turn back to find the glowing bowl atop. The ornate brazier was again empty. Affixed to the wall behind the brazier was a curious, somewhat sinister iron design. A large, flattened piece of iron, resembled, shaped to resemble one half of a skull, is affixed to the wall above the, the bowl. Hmm, half a skull. I'm going to have to get the west of the skull. Because very few things happen when you have half of something. Grim skeleton. Take that. 3xp and lots of loot. Lots and lots of loot. Oh, two gold too. It's a twisted hunk of iron. Alright, I'll throw that one in the brazier too. 
see what it does. Oh, it's got to find it. Where is it? Where are you? Where are you, you twisted iron hunk? You're so twisted. Yep. And it goes in there and it melts. And now it's a full skull. Okay, where did I see a skull before? Hmm, here. Glaring skull. Examine the engraved skull. Suddenly, a low, low, long glow hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into a combat ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. A tall skeleton, clad in leather armour, over the back of which hangs the tattered remnants of a blue cape, steps out of the gloom, hissing softly. The fleshless menace, its bone fingers wrapped tightly around the hilt of a decayed sword, pauses for a fleeting moment before rushing forward to attack. This is a caped skeleton. Who f your skeletal foe fearlessly attacks you. Yeah, yeah, you may be fearless, but that doesn't mean you're good at this, because you are now slain. 5 XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe, turning the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest. Interest is the decayed sword. It's pure, but it's, it's poor quality, but it's unique. <coughs> two minus two melee rating. The crude engraving of a skull adorns the hilt of this ancient sword. This weapon is of poor quality. Yet yeah, you will never ever equip this sword unless you're going out of your way to nerf yourself. Because that'll probably actually if you've got any level of unarmed combat, you'll be, it'd be worse than using your bare fists. Yeah. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Suddenly, bang! The distant but unmistakable clangor. A slamming door sounds in some far corner of this grim lair. For nearly a minute, you stand perfectly still, listening intently, but no further noise reaches your ears. With your every sense on edge, you again resume your exploration of this shadowy passage. Hmm. That looks like something's happened to a door, which is on the left door, I think. A heavy wooden door. Its worn surface cracked and pitted. It set into the wall in this section of the passage. The door stands slightly ajar. A large iron wing is affixed to the weighty slab. Open the door! You grasp the iron wing and give it a mighty tug. With a reverberating groan, the heavy slab begins to swing slowly outward. You step back and watch as the door, of its own momentum, continues to slowly swing open. Its resonating groans echoing along the gloomy corridor. After several moments, the door sweeps to a stop, having fully revealed the broad arch it was concealing. Beyond the arch, a set of stone steps stiles down into the darkness. Descend the stairs. With your dependable light socks parted in the gloom, you cautiously make your way down the crumbling stair taking care not to lose your footing on the well-worn slabs. At last, after descending nearly 200 steps, you reach the foot of the stair and step into a broad clearing. Directly before you, on the far side of the landing, rises a tall stone arch. Staring through the arch, you can see nothing but a pool of impenetrable gloom. Step through the arch. Stepping, standing before the stone arch, you thrust your faithful light, thrust out your faithful light, and attempt to pierce the veil of darkness that fills the broad opening. The glow of your light is utterly devoured by the thick, unnatural gloom. Step 
through the stairs, Arch. Oh, holding your trusted light source out before you, despite its inability to pierce the darkness. You warily step beneath the arch and slowly advance into the pool of shadow. 64 XP to general. You're taking less than a dove dozen steps into the dark where the floor beneath your feet begins to shift. Struggling to maintain your balance, you stumble forward, oblivious of any potential perils that may be lurking in the darkness. Suddenly, only a split second before panic splits in, the gloom melts away and you're so and you discover your surroundings have changed. You're standing in a broad, bone-strewn passage on the second level of this grim lair. The stench of decay is overpowering. Emblazoned in the centre of the floor here is a large blue griff. The arcane symbol emits a bright, steady glow. Now those glyphs, you get one on every floor. They let you get out and heal up. Or sell stuff. Okay, I was in the southeast corner. Just going on the south part. Suddenly, you draw to a halt as a powerful sense of dread washes over you. Pick a number. Bonus of 50. 20 from mind. 20 from spirit. 10 from aura. Got need to get 75 or more. Or I get spooked. 140 success. After nearly a minute, the fear begins to fade and you cautiously resume your exploration along the passage. Okay, that, that's the bottom part done. Oh, I'm just exploring all the parts of this, this little dungeon. Going round to the left eye. That's the northwest corner. There'll be some random battles soon, I think. It's a skeleton. Just quick combat that. 4 XP, some loot, 6 and 9 gold. Alright, doing the white eye. A metal bowl rests atop an ornate brazier in this section of the corridor. Hmm. Once I get some twisted iron chunks, I'll be able to put that in there. Because uh, in this, every floor is pretty the same. Here's the door. It's also in the white eye. Eye socket. Okay, yeah, and he's a skeleton. Slaying the skeleton for XP. More loot, more loot. Ooh, a rare Adivarian artifact. Nice. Alright. There's an engraved skull. Nothing stirs in the nearby darkness. It's a ghastly skeleton. 5 XP, more loot, and 29 gold. Yeah, I'm not even going to describe what the loot is. You suddenly tore to a halt as a powerful sense of dread washes over you. Bonus of 50, success 75 or more, or I get spooked. 92 success. After nearly a minute, the fear begins to fade, and you cautiously resume your exploration along the passage. Oh, that glowing glyph. Oh, that's that hissing bone stalker. Take that. 5 XP. And loot. Ooh, 123 gold. Yep, this is a crazy good place to get gold. And here is another twisted iron chunk. I need to get two of them. Skeletal horror. Right, more loot. 23 gold. And another Twisted Iron Hulk. Alright, going to put that in the brazier. And if I get a few random battles along the way, well, I'll just loot them for the money. Alright. Yes, Alright, put these Twisted... Twisted Iron Chunks in the brazier. They melt and... You... Fix the wall behind the brazier was a curious and somewhat sinister design. Yeah, and it's a skull. A large flattened piece of iron shaped to resemble a glaring skull is affixed to the wall above the bowl. Alright. Now time to find the skull. 
the outline of a glaring skull is etched on the floor here, examine the engraved skull. A long, low hiss from behind sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. So this is the floor, boss. A chain-clad skeleton, brandishing a heavy hammer, lurches out of the darkness and comes to stand just inside the edge of the pool of light. The undead guardian, its low hiss filling you with dread, suddenly staggers forward and attacks, momentarily dragging, driving you back with a flurry of savage stripes. It's a chain-clad skeleton, attacking me with a really big hammer. Because it's hammer time. But I can touch this. And instead, I broke it, because I touched it too hard. It's slaying. Your final blow sends your skeletal foe, shatters your skeletal foe, turning the undead fiend to little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest. It's the sturdy warhammer. Uh, my inventory is pretty much full. A pair of skulls is engraved on the side of this iron hammer's ornate head. It's of sturdy quality. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Bang! A door has now opened. Just going to wash over to the door. Yeah, okay. Which was on the white eye socket. Open the door. You grasp the iron wing and give it a mighty tuck. With a reverberating groan, the heavy slab begins to swing slowly outward. You step back and watch as the door, of its own momentum, continues to slowly swing open, its resonating groans echoing along the gloomy corridor. After several moments, the door screeches to a stop, having fully revealed the broad arch it was concealing. Beyond the arch, a set of stone steps spiralled down into darkness. Descend the stairs. With your light source parting the gloom, you cautiously make your way down the spiralling stair, taking care not to lose your footing on the well-worn slabs. At last, after descending nearly 200 steps, you reach the foot of the stair and step into a broad clearing. Directly before you, on the far side of the landing, rises a tall stone arch. Staring through the arch, you can see nothing but a pall of impenetrable gloom. Step through the arch. Standing before the stone arch, you thrust out your light source and attempt to pierce the veil of darkness that fills the broad opening. The glow of your light is utterly devoured by the thick, unnatural gloom. Step through the arch. Holding your trusted light source out before you, despite its inability to pierce the darkness, you warily step beneath the arch and slowly advance into the pool of shadow. 96 experienced general, it's going up every floor. You've taken less than a dozen steps into the dark when the floor, floor beneath your feet begins to shift. Struggling to maintain your balance, you stumble forward, oblivious, any, oblivious of any potential perils that may be lurking in the darkness. Suddenly, only a split second before panic set in, sets in, the gloom melts away and you discover your surroundings have changed. Alright, I'm on the third floor, but I'm going to examine the glyph. The glory glyph. Which, which vaguely resembles some sort of flying creature, is just large enough for you to fit both of your feet inside its rounded borders. Your every instinct tells you that standing on the magic, magical symbol likely transport you to, to some other place. You're not certain what that place might be. Step on the glyph! The instant you step on the glyph, the glowing symbol flares brightly, and you suddenly feel as if you're beginning to float off the floor. The floating sensation rapidly intensifies, and without warning, everything suddenly goes black. You immediately stumble headlong into an inky void. The impenetrable darkness through which you're falling abruptly departs, 
within it you're once again standing in the forest, in front of the mouth of the cave. Okay, I'm back at the entrance. I'm going to be selling some stuff and storing some stuff. Be back soon. And I'm back at the third level. I am just above the nose. Alright, exploring the white eye socket. Platinum skeleton, quick combat that. 5xp, it's a very nice loot. 6 gold. Ghastly bone warrior, quick combat that. 5xp. Okay, loot. 48 gold. He draws an up. Bopped halt as a glowing skull floats out of the darkness ahead. The gruesome object, its lower jaw fitted with an entire row of long curved teeth, rotates as it approaches. Its hollow eye sockets meet your wary gaze. Suddenly, an intense pain stabs through your mind, and you struggle to keep from collapsing in a heap. Right, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind, 20 from aura, 20 from spirit. Gotta get 75 or more to maintain my posture. 106 success. An impressive feat of sheer will, you managed to thwart the powerful psychic attack. The glowing skull's jaw slowly opens and a long, ragged hiss escapes its fanged maw. Sensing an attack is imminent, you quickly assume a combat-ready stance. It's a glowing skull. The glowing skull streaks forward and attacks! Take that, your skull! Be all glowy! Nah! 6xp. The shattered remains of the floating skull lie at your feet. Within several moments... The glow fades from the bone fragments, and several of the la larger shards crumble to dust. After collecting your wits and checking over your equipment, you once again head off along the passage. Ah, that's the white eye socket done. Time to do the jaw. Southeast corner. A loud rumble erupts from the far end of the corridor. You whip your head in the direction of this dreadful sound and behold a bewildering and terrifying sight rolling out of the gloom queening off the passage walls as it curdles towards you is a massive ball of bones the grim spear filling almost the entirety of the hall is, compo pro is comprised of human bones and skulls yep okay Indiana Jones You've been beaten. You've been. You have been pursued. I have now been been pursued by a scarier ball. I mean, yeah, yeah. Your ball can crush you, but my ball can spook you and crush you. And it's pointy bits. Yes. Yeah. Only swift and decisive action save you from being crushed by the nightmarish construct. I've got a few options. Just dodge it, Indiana Jones style. Use necromancy to just go, Bones, stop rolling at me! I, the necromancer, command it! Use conjuration. Fortification or telekinesis. I'm going to use conjuration because I'm not quite sure what will happen. Succeeded, anyway. 24 XP to Conjuration. You channel your power of Conjuration and are startled when a large block of stone suddenly appears in the centre of the corridor. Without a second thought, you drive behind the block and crouch down. Only a second later, the rolling spear of bones crashes into the block, exploding upon impact and shattering and scattering its fragmented Renaments over the entire length of the hall. Nerved by the gruesome encounter, but relieved to have escaped it unscathed, you take just a moment to check over your gear before quickly setting off along the passage. Ah, 
think they're stepping up their game, who's ever in charge of here. There's going to be some really creepy dude at the bottom. Alright, just fought a skeleton. Got some loot. Got 19 gold. That's just how it works. Engraved skull. Just in the lower jaw. Alright, going round to the upper jaw. There's the door. There's the door where the nostrils are. Alright, now to do the left eye. There's another skeleton. Quick combat that. Get some loot. And there we are. 16 gold as well. Yeah, I'll be filling up my inventory soon enough. Another skeleton. 5 XP. And loot. Loot, 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 loot. Yes, I've got, I've got more loot than... More, more loot than a music spot shop that specialises in loots and only loots, or something like that. Yes, more, more loot than a Viking raid. Bone horror. A sharp crackling sound echoes along as a grim figure of bone claws. Bone claws its way out the nearby hold bones. He runs. Clad in a decayed chain waistcoat and wielding a sword, the fleshless fiend hisses wildly as it steps out towards you out of the darkness. It just hisses as it's attacked, yet it's just a regular one, and it is slain. 5 XP and loot! And also 54 gold. And there's my twisted iron hunk. Well, chunk, not hunk. Alright. It's another ball of bones. I'm going to use the power of necromancy. 24 speed to it. Summoning your power of necromancy, you focus his dark might on the rolling spear of bones. Within seconds, the detestable entity completely unravels, scattering its remnants along the hall until there's nothing left of its hideous bulk. Unnerved by the gruesome encounter, Believed to have left it unscathed, you take just a moment to check over your gear before quickly setting off along the passage. Dude, did they, they wouldn't even have time to make another ball of bones. Trina, did they have several of them in reserve? Probably. I mean, when, I mean, when you're... When you're an immortal, creepy, skeleton, ghost, necromancer, undead abomination thing, you don't really have much to do with your time, except roll big... Except roll giant balls of snow. Bones. Giant balls of bones are just... Just leave her around to crush people. Alright. Oh, Let's see, on eight brazier, but I only have one twisted iron chunk so far, I think. Yeah, only one twisted iron chunk. Alright, it's in the northeast part of the eye socket, so I just have to keep wandering around until I get the second twisted iron chunk. Clattering Bone Stalker, just take that, 5 XP, and loot. Because of course there's loot. It's another Twisted Iron Punt. View, use, that way it will be on my, that, that way it will be on my recently used items list. So I can put it in the brazier without having to scroll through my items list. Yes, I put them in, they melt. And there's the the flattened, and there's the iron skull plaque behind it. Okay. No, and that's where I began. Where I could leave again if I. And there's the door. All right, to the to the engraving of the skull. Examine it. Suddenly. A long, low hiss from behind you sends your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into combat-ready stance, prepared to face the source of the unnerving sound. 
A glowing skeleton, its grey bones surrounded by a brilliant red aura, rushes into view, wielding a rusted sword. As the undead begins to slowly and methodically move in your direction, the glow enveloping its fleshless form swiftly intensifies. Begin combat with the glowing bone warrior. Your skeletal foe fearlessly attacks you. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 27 damage. Keeps fearlessly attacking. Another devastating blow for 29 damage. And another devastating blow for 28 damage. But I've had quite enough of those. And I give it one more blow and it clatters into a pile of bones. 6 XP, your final blow, shatters your skeletal foe, turning the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest. It's a rusted sword, and it is inferior. Even, but I'm still going to take it because it's a unique item. A trio of skulls are crudely engraved on the hilt of this rusted longsword. This weapon is of inferior quality, so it lowers your melee rating by one. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Suddenly, bang! The distant, unmistakable clangor of a slamming door sounds in some far corner of this grim lair. For nearly a minute, you stand perfectly still, listening intently, but no further noises reaches your ears. With your every sense on edge, you again resume your exploration of these shadowy passages. Right, to the door. Let's get to that door, which is in the nostril. Open the door. The door opens. There's... Steps spiralling into the darkness, it's the same as the previous one. Descend the stairs. After descending nearly 200 steps, you meet at the foot of the stair and step onto a broad landing. Directly before you, on the far side of the landing, rises a tall stone arch. Staring through the arch, you see nothing but a pile of impenetrable gloom. Step through the arch. The glow, it's utterly, utterly dark. And 128 experience. Everything blurs and shifts. I have no idea what's going on. And I'm on the fourth floor now. Yes, you get the same text for opening that door as you get for the other ones. Okay, I'm making my way round the white eye socket. Skeleton. Quick combat that. And of course, there's some loot. Yes. Well, well, I'm, I'm full up with loot, so. Yeah, okay. I've got all the equipment I can get, so I'm going to sell that off. And I'm back. Just going to explore the western eye socket. Bone Terror, just take that. 5 XP, more loot. 62 gold. Let's make my way around the left eye socket. Alright, down the nose to the jaw. That's gonna. Oh, there's the door in the lower left jaw. Alright, going up the little teeth. Skeleton Stalker. Combat that. 5 XP and more loot. There's always loot here. Lots and lots of tasty loot. Well, not tasty. Engraved skull on the lower right jaw. You suddenly draw to a halt as a powerful sense of dread washes over you. Bonus of 50. Success 75 or I get spooked. 86. Success. In nearly a minute, the fear begins to fade, and you cautiously resume your exploration along the passage. Skeletal warrior. Uh, and 5 XP, and some loot. 
Loot is good for you, you can sell it for money. That's what it's for, most of the time. Except in the very, very early game. Where you might use it to actually upgrade your equipment. That's another sense of dread. I passed that. Alright, there's the, there's the brazier. The brazier's in the nostril. So this this skeleton is smelling some incense. Incense of twisted iron chunks as soon as I can find them. Alright. Some more loot. And two entire gold. There's my twisted iron chunk view. Alright. Start the other chunks. Gonna get the rest soon. Skeletal horrier. Just take that down. More loot. Lots more loot. 12 gold. Second twisted iron chunk. Okay. Back to the nostrils to put this on the brazier. And more loot from another undead. Oh, and 18 gold too. And here we are. To the nostrils. Use the twisted iron chunk. Use both at once. And the flat iron skull muck. The skull plaque is behind. So, okay, to the southeast jaw. To look at the engraved skull. Suddenly, a long, low hiss from behind sent your pulse racing. Instinctively, you spin around and draw yourself into a combat-ready stance, prepared to face the force, source of the unnerving sound. Except a scale-clad skeleton. Its skull covered by an ornate visored helm steps forth from the shadows, each of its bone hands clapped around the hilt of a short blade. Jewel-wielding undead terror, its long, ragged hisses assailing your ears, swiftly closes in, brandishing its weapons with an unnerving degree of skill. Wait a minute, that skeleton gets to jewel-wield and I don't? I can wield, I can wield what, a weapon, I can wield a weapon and a shield, or I can wield just a shield, or I can wield a two-handed weapon, but I can't dual wield. Admittedly, that would be difficult to program, maybe, well, not that difficult. And also it would unbalance the game to some degree, because weapons get crazy powerful compared to shields. I can understand why you don't do it, but hmm. I mean, maybe you put that in a package. In package you might sell. I don't, I don't. I don't want it, but I'd like it to be there so I can not have it. Skeletal champion brandishes its weapons with an unnerving degree of skill. Your skeletal foe fearlessly attacks you. Yes, with two weapons at once. Which doesn't mean it gets any extra attacks, though. You have slain your foe. Six XP. Your final blow shatters your skeletal foe. Turning the undead fiend into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amidst the remains of the skeleton. Skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest. It's an ornate short sword. Hmm, where's the other sword? I guess it broke in the fight. Ornate short sword, taking that. Melee rating plus two. The left half of a skull is engraved on the rounded pommel of this ornate sword. This weapon is of well-crafted quality. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Bang! A door has opened. Right, to the door. Which is just four steps away. Open the door, the door opens. Down the stairs. Step through the arch. Step through the arch. It's dark. 160 XP. 
Alright, I'm on the fifth level. But once again, I'm filled up with loot. Gonna pause and sell it. And I'm back on the left eye socket. Just gonna rotate my way around that. Po past the nose to the white eye socket. Ooh, it's another one. Those massive balls of bones. Well, I've not used fortification yet. Give that a go. 24x speed to fortification. You call upon your power of fortification and watch as a glittering hurdle of azure sparkles takes form in front of you, spanning the full breadth of the corridor. The, ro the rolling spear of bones crashes into your magical barrier and immediately explodes, scattering its fragmented remnant over the entire length of the hall. Unnerved by the gruesome encounter, but relieved to escape, to escape it unscathed, you take just a moment to check over your gear before quickly setting off along the passage. Alright, let's see. Ragtad Skeletal Terror. Alright, 5xp. Some loot, 19 gold. Charred Skeletal Terror. 5xp. Loot, there's always loot, and nine gold. Alright, and ooh. You draw, draw an abrupt halt as a glowing score floats out the darkness ahead. The gruesome object, its lower jaw fitted with an entire row of long curved teeth, rotates as it approaches until its hollow eye sockets meet your weary gaze. Suddenly, an intense pain stabs through your mind, and you struggle to keep from collapsing. Pick a number. Bonus of 60, 75 or more, or I fall down. 62, failure. Unable to save off the powerful psychic attack, you cry out in agony as you collapse into a quivering heap. 13 Stanema points lost. Despite the pain surging through your mind, you defiantly regain your feet and spin to face the floating abomination. The glowing skull's jaw slowly opens and a long, ragged hiss escapes its fanged maw. Sensing an attack is intimate, you assume a combat-ready stance. And now I'm fighting the glowing skull. Streaks forward and attacks, going bonk, bonk, bonk. Just bonking me with its skull. It's probably trying to bite me too. And it is slain. 6 XP. With the, the shattered met remains of the floating skull lie at your feet. Within several moments, the glow fades from the bone fragments. And several of the larger shards crumble to dust. After collecting your wits and checking over your equipment, you once again set off along the passage. Alright. There's the door. Just past the door in the eastern eye socket. Round to the jaw. There's the metal bowl right in the southeast corner. Now I just need to get those twisted iron chunks to put in it. Engrave skull. Nothing happens, although it is creepy. Yep, it's going to wander around looking for some twisted iron chunks. Bone Stalker, quick combat. 5xp, sub loot, 31 gold. No twisted iron chunks that time. Maybe later. Okay, I've I found all the places you need to find. Just need to find those twisted iron chunks. Another battle, some loot, 41 gold. Alright, there we are. Where are I? Here, chunky, 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 chunkies. Here, chunky, 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 chunkies. That's just some regular loot. Oh, there we are, twisted iron chunk. But that's just one. I'm going to need two. Because you do. That's just how it works here. You can, you're not you're ever going to get an especially big one. Because, I mean... I mean, this person's careful not to put the key in just one piece. 
so you could get through this dungeon quickly. No. No, the mysterious necromantic entity at the base of it wants me to have to struggle. Not that much struggling, because all the fights are, are kind of easy. Anyway, there's some, another foe, some loot, five gold. Alright, keep going around. Bone feed, five XP. Some more loot, 14 gold. Yeah, there we are, twisted iron chunk. Use it, so it's on the so it's on the quick use menu. Hissing bone horror, just quick combat that. 5 XP, more loot. Yes, more and more loot, loot forever. Okay, and charred bone terror, just gonna quick combat you. And of course, more loot. 38 gold. Alright, and here we are. Now to use those twisted iron chunks in the brazier. Down they go. And there's a, there's the skull. And in the teeth, left tooth. Examine the engraved skull there. A skeleton entirely clad in red splint armour moves out of the gloom and draws to a halt, its lifeless gaze frozen on you. The undead warrior, clutching the haft of a long-handled maze, emits a long, low hiss as it raises its weapon and begins closing in on you, red-armoured skeleton. Fiercely attacks you, keeps fearlessly attacking me. With its red armour, well it's not attacking with its armour, unless it's trying to just charge into me, it's probably using its weapons, but... Your final blow staggers, shatters your skeletal foe, turning the undead field into little more than a heap of bone in the middle of the passage. Amongst all the other heaps of bone, amidst the remains of your skeleton, you discover only one item of any particular interest, a long-handled mace. Okay. Eight incumbrance, Miller rating plus one. A series of skulls is etched into the iron haft of this long-handled mace. This mage is not mage, mace. Oh, I'm so silly. It's sturdy quality. Still winded from the fight, you step back from the bone pile and dutifully check over your equipment. Bang! A door has opened. Now let's get to the door. Then we can get down to floor six. Run, I think. Was that in the self, in the north eye socket? Must be. Nope, nope, that's the cliff. Oh, that's the... Must be, where are you, where are you, door? Well, at least there doesn't seem to be any random battles. Oh. Usually when I say there doesn't seem to be any random battles, a random battle turns up immediately afterwards. Okay. And open the door. And here we go. Down to the next level. Descend the stairs. Step up. Step through the arch. Through the arch. 192 experience, and on to level 6. But that, well, we've been doing this, about, at this, I happen to know there's 10 floors, so that puts us halfway down. So I'm going to step onto the glyph, and for now, we're done there. But I will do more of it later, and until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. 
Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.